0: Tour, 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 tour
1: junkies. what's going on golf addicts welcome to the rbc canadian open DraftKings show 2022 db here i got g money the kid young garrett you know him young gz our corn ferry tour expert former caddy uh just you know young you know young whipper snapper too big for his britches guy uh you see him on the tour junkies channel i know so here he is he's filling in for pat tonight i was on vacation last week pat's on vacation this week We had Caddy House last week, which we appreciate him coming on, filling in. But now we got Garrett. What's up, dude? You feeling good? What'd I do? So you were sipping on the tequila the last show. Is that you still doing that? You still got that? Yeah. Started like... What, are you cooking some bagel bites over there in your little single bachelor pad? I'm cooking popcorn, man. Started like a little halfway up, and now we're... tough, dear. Last three. Popcorn? Nice. Uh, I'm doing a little... You know, I'm still in beach mode, man, so I, I got me another Corona in this sweet Brookline, Golby... Uh,
2: Another three and a half percent or Corona Light. That's mm-hmm, fine. Those mm-hmm. things get you sober the more you drink. I do love them though.
1: They're just good with a lime, you know? It's I thought it was not good that Mark Wahlberg shirt you got on. This thing is BA. You need to hide your wife. Hide your, hide your wife around. The <laughs> I shirt. love how the
2: microphone's covering the fact there's no button. It's a little stretch elastic thing.
1: Yeah, man. It's a t shirt polo. You know? It. it feels fresh. We just. God, I could swing so freely in this right now. I could come over the top like like I've never come over the top before in this thing. and would be beautiful. Um, right. Listen, we're pumped about the show. I mean, it's RBC Canadian. How can you not be pumped? You know what I mean? Right? Um, But it presents to you by our friends at Fantasy National. FantasyNational.com slash TJ is where you go to get the hookup. 20% off weekly, monthly, or annual memberships on Fantasy National. We've been using them for like five years now. Trusted source. All your PGA Tour data. All your shot link data comes in there. It's all licensed and pure, you know, so you know it's right, you know it's pure, you know it's true. You know, it's like, it's like the Bible for PJ Tour stats. And there goes Garrett. He's gone, he's going to get his popcorn. Uh, or maybe he's going to run, run and sign up for Fi- Fantasy National right now. Is that, maybe that's what he was doing. Anyway, that's where we go. If you need lineup builders, optimizers, stats, recent form, course history, build your own model, run simulations, check ownership projections. Fantasynational.com slash TJ will get you going and get you that 20% off. So check it out. Garrett, uh, you know, I had you come on. I'm glad you're on. You know, your Corn Fairy Tour show, the podcast that you do, you know, a lot of times it's it's you know, it's it's just strictly betting, which is cool. You know, betting on the Corn Fairy Tour, because we don't really have great contest offerings for DraftKings for DFS for Corn Fairy. Um, or or you do a lot of good interviews and stuff with caddies and players and whatnot. So I know you're you're kind of you're not really a big you know an avid DFS player, which is I think is going to be cool for this because I want you to ask questions where you feel like you need to ask them and uh, you know chime in. You texted me before the show and asked me what a GPP was. You texted me about forty about forty four minutes before the show started, which is cool because I gave you the rundown like forty eight hours ago and you waited till last minute, typical twenty eight year old thing to do. But you texted me, what is a GPP? And I get it, you know, I get it. There's a lot of terms, there's a lot of terminology, there's a lot of jargon, there's a lot of just stuff that probably we spew out on a week-to-week basis that maybe beginners or people that want to get into this, but, you know, it's, it's confusing. So I, I definitely want us to have a dialogue here. Now, I know you have picks because you know golf and you know this, these, these players, so we're going to get your picks. But feel free as we move along to stop and ask, like, DB, what is this to teach me here? You know, let me, let me, let me teach you, young grasshopper. Cool? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, are you cool with that? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'll be honest. You're right. DraftKings
2: not my whole deal. Love betting on golf. Love betting on NBA. But the whole DraftKings thing,
1: it's yeah, it's kind of new to me. I'll be honest. Yeah, I hear you, man.
2: I mean, corn fairy tour is not even a thing. So what are we doing?
1: Yeah, I wish it was. Um, maybe one day. I do need to make a couple of announcements before we get to the top of the board here on DraftKings. Uh, yes, Pat is on vacation this week. He's in Disney World hell. So no Pat this week, no FGS this week from Pat. So just, you get nothing from him all week. Yeah. So anyway, that, uh, not happening. Uh, U.S. Open. U.S. Open, long story short, we scheduled a Scotland golf trip in the fall of 2019, okay, for the summer of 2020. Well, we all know what happened there. It got pushed back to 2021. Now 2022, and our dates had to change because the Open Championship is being played at the old course in Scotland. Long story short, so the Tour Junkies are going to be doing a U.S. Open show from the home of golf and the site of this year's Open Championship, St. Andrews, Scotland. It should be an awesome time. I don't know if it will be live. I don't know what kind of internet we're going to have, but we all leave on Friday. The show uh, will be me, Pat, Ben, and Kobe. Kobe DeBose, who a lot of you know uh, Kobe in the Nut Hut chat. He's a listener. He's a, a very good DFS player. Won about $500,000 on DraftKings between Masters and the RBC Heritage just a couple months ago. He's going to join us, so there's going to be four of us on the mic for the U.S. Open show. And we don't know what other content we're going to be able to put out because we're going to be playing a bunch of golf in Scotland five hours ahead. We're going to get a show out, just not sure when. Stay tuned. But when it drops, it'll probably be electric. We'll probably be very deep in the Guinness and having a great time in person. Should be a fun show. Just. I'm just telling you, I'm not sure what the content schedule is going to look like for the U.S. Open, so bear with us and be patient, and uh, pray for, pray for me as I'm going to be in Scotland with Pat and his twin brother for the next for eight days. So there's babysitting that. Pat, yeah, I'll be babysitting Pat for the next eight and his brother for the next eight days. Okay, Garrett, let's get into this. The top of the range on DraftKings, we're going to talk the nine and above range. Starts with Keith Mitchell. Uh, works up all the way up there to Scotty Scheffler at 11-1. Chris Kirk there at 9,100. He's been playing good. Adam Hadwin, Canadian. Had him a little hole-in-one earlier in the uh, last week. Uh, Tony Finau, where he be now, 94 Corey Connors, the favorite Canadian at 96. You know, Fitzy, HV3. Sam Burns coming off another win a couple weeks ago. Shane Lowry, Cam Smith playing good again. Rory's doing his thing. JT, Scotty Scheffler. That is the 9K and above range on DraftKings. We're talking- I can't believe Roy's playing this. As- uh, well, he likes to play a week before the major, though. Yeah, he that's does, what he's saying. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Um, so I guess the thought here is like, first of all, like I do not like the six K range at all. I like really, I like one name in the six K range. So it's gonna force me to make some decisions up top because I can't play too many of these guys, uh, in the nine K above range, and 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 then not have to dip into the six K too much. Uh, so it, we'll have to be, I have to be careful here. Uh, I don't know how much Scheffler I'll be able to play. Um, uh, because I, I want a couple of guys in this range. Finau is attractive to me up top. I, I like Tony Finau. I like the top fives that he's had recently. Um, where's where's he been at the Charles Schwab and the Mexico, you know, runner up in Mexico, T fort at Charles Schwab. Uh, I, I like Finau a good bit at 9,400 and I, you know, I, I like Chris Kirk at 9100 It scares me a little bit. This is his fourth week in a row. And $9,100 Chris Kirk, I don't really love that much, but I don't hate it. Um, other than that, I'll probably just play the lower-owned between three guys right there at the 10 and nine 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 range. That's Shane Lowry, Sam Burns, and Fitzpatrick. I like all three, but I'll probably just play the lower-owned of those three and roll from there the fade for me in this range and you're probably not going to like this Garrett but is Adam Hadwin and it's only because you know we talked about Adam Hadwin on the betting show I I don't mind Hadwin at 45 to 1 on you know in terms of an outright card but $9,300 on DraftKings is a very high price for to me Adam Hadwin even in this field and I'm not convinced that the Canadian pressure is a good thing for either him or, Cor- or Connors or whoever. I'm not, I'm not convinced it's a good thing. So to me, the fade in this range is Adam Howland. It Just when you look at the names here, even towards the bottom of this 9K range, when it starts to fall off, he just feels like the name that doesn't belong. I mean, Sebastian Munoz has been playing really solid lately. Chris Kirk's been playing really solid lately. Keith Mitchell's a dog, like it just, Adam Hadwin just feels like the one name that's like, ooh, this is the guy they forced up into the 9K range. It probably shouldn't be here. So I think I'm out on Hadwin. That's my range. Those are my picks. I would say if it's Cash, if I'm playing Cash, I would say Finau is a lock for me in Cash uh, for sure, and, uh, and I'll probably just stick with that. Probably start there and then load up on uh, some 8K and 7K, guys. All right, Garrett, the floor is yours. Ask away or give some picks. Let me ask you this, though. What's,
2: what's a reason, this is where I'm kind of elementary doll, novice to all this, what's a reason to bet somebody outright and not in DFS? Like if I like Adam Haddon, why wouldn't I just throw him into DFS too?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think the biggest answer and the most basic answer is that you have to remember that DFS is a game against other people, right? It's, it's a game theory situation. You're playing against possibly thousands of other players, And so game theory is involved and what game theory, the the biggest piece of that game theory is ownership leverage and is the giving yourself positive EV uh, situations when it comes to making picks with high ownership, with low ownership, uh, whether you choose to eat that chalk, you know, and, and, and play the popular guys, which we talk about all the time, uh, or you choose to fade the chalk or, You choose to, you know, maybe kind of play the chalk, but maybe play them a little bit higher than they're projected to play. What have you? Like it's a game against other people. It's not just against the bookie or the the bookmaker or the line maker. Um, so that that's really the biggest reason. So if I think Adam Hadwin, I mean, he, I think he's a decent outright value at forty five to one. I mean, it's forty five x my money if he wins. I think he's a decent value there, but I don't think that he's a decent enough value at 9300 in DFS because it's a different game. I've got to fit six guys in the salary cap. I've got to have guys in my lineup construction in my roster that are lower owned players that I can have leverage with that have upside. Now, Adam Hadwin may be a lower owned player by the end of the, you know, by the time Thursday rolls around, ownership projections may say that Adam Hadwin's going to be a guy that people are going to pass up and overlook. And so one play is that you could play him and, and, you know, say, well, I do think he's overpriced, but I'm going to embrace that, and I'm going to pivot, and I'm going to go contrarian here, and I'm going to play him anyway. You can do that. So it's really just a st- I think then it kind of comes down to your style and the player and what you think about the player, but that's why you would play, you, you may bet him outright, and we do this all the time, like, I, I, there are plenty of weeks where I'm like, I, yeah, I'll bet that guy outright, but I'm not touching him in DFS uh, for that reason. It, I don't think you should do that a lot, but, um, but there's always a handful of guys every week where we do that. Does that, does that help answer your question?
2: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I'm in, I'm in the sense of, if I'm going to bet a guy outright, I mean, the, the winner of a DFS lobby, if you have the winner, you usually
1: have the winner of the tournament. You need to have the winner. Yeah, but so, got to have the winner. But the difference is, like, you're, the reason why, okay, like, you, you may say, yes, I think Adam Havon can win the golf tournament, right? So, so do I. If Adam Hadwin were fifteen to one, would you bet him? Absolutely not. No, because it's a bad value, right? Like, but at forty-five to one, you're like, okay, that's worth that's worth my money. It's the same thing. It's to me, it's the sa- it's the same thing in DFS. I don't think he's a good enough value at ninety-three hundred when normally he's a seventy-five hundred dollar guy. I don't think he's a, even in a dog field where everybody kind of moves up a little bit in price. When I they look don't. At the, they don't adjust the DFS lines basically in linearly to the outright lines. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of correlation. There's a lot of correlation typically between the DFS pricing and the uh and the outright lines. Yes, there are outliers. Yes, but but there is correlation there. Um, but I mean, it still doesn't mean that he's going to fall right in line with, you know, if he's forty-five to one over here, he's always going to be, you know, nine K over here. Right, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way all the time. Um, I, I just think when you look at the, the the names around him, I mean, to me, it's just not. It's it doesn't seem. I mean, Tony Finau is the name right above him. Okay, and Tony Finau's thirty to one outright. Hadwin's forty five to one outright. Like, there's a gap there for sure. Um, I, I just, I just think the price is not right for him. You got to think like you, you have to have. Oh,
2: so you look at the delta between the outrights. The the DFS guys and the outrights
1: where they're at. Sometimes the reason that the ownership thing matters, like the reason that ownership and like that matters, is because like you have to have, you have to you have to you're trying to maximize your expected value to win these things or take down one of these things or finish in the top one percent of these things, right? And in order to do that, you have to pass all these thousands of entries that that may be ahead of you. And if you don't have players, if you don't have players that are low owned players, that 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 not a lot of people are playing. If you don't have some of those in your lineup that are, that are popping, that are playing well, then you're, you're not, it's harder to pass the people in front of you. If you play all the chalk in your lineup and you play all the popular plays that a lot of other people have yeah, rostered, the same thing. then it's yeah. very hard to move up because you don't have that piece in your lineup that's going to take you up and over. On the flip side, if there's a really popular player and you don't have them and that player starts sucking, then you're making up ground because everybody else is is losing, That's right? Them. So you you have to think about it because you're playing you're playing a game against other people. It's not like betting outrights. So again, I do like Adam Hadwin this week in a vacuum. I like him. I think he's a decent value in the outright market, way more so than say a Corey Connors. I didn't like Corey Connors' number at twenty two to one, but at ninety three hundred on DraftKings, it's too much for me to pay. So I'm paying a top tier price on DraftKings. For a guy that I think has too little upside and possible low floor for, for that price, it just feels too expensive to me. Do I think he can win? Sure. I mean, a lot of guys can win in this field. But that doesn't mean I'm going to play him. Right? So, good question. Who are, the other, who are the guys in here you like? What's FPPG? I do like, I do like Mr. Fino. FPPG. Fantasy points per game. Is that You're looking on the DraftKings app? Yeah, I'm looking on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. So that's how well, many? Oh, I got one
0: like HV3 and like Corey Connors. Okay. All the guys. HV3
2: coming in at uh, 9,700. Corey mm-hmm. Connors, 9,600. Um, I don't know if we're talking Faden. Yeah. But give me kinda one guy. I kind of see what you mean in this whole thing. I think JT, I'm out on JT at 10,900 bucks.
0: I just don't think it's.
1: I don't think his motivation's there. Probably not going to be motivated this week. I can see Absolutely that. Not. I can see that a little bit. Okay. Um Okay. There you go. I like that. I like that. Good dialogue there. Good dialogue. Robert's asking, so I don't like Mr. Fino. Yes, I do like Fino. I said I like Fino.
2: You also talked about some people in the six thousand range, and then you're talking about how you gotta pick some people that yes, you know, you so- value whatever. You know, why
1: not Mr. Higgs? Why not the big rig? At well, we're not m? at the 6K range yet. Hang on. We'll get there. The reason that matters to and me you is... You like nobody in the 6K range. I like one name and it's not him. The, the reason it matters too, though, is like when I'm thinking about building a lineup, if I, if I really really, if I really feel like there's a lot of names in the 6K... I, to me, when DraftKings lets go the pricing, like I, I go to the 6K first. I'm, I'm kind of a nerd. I'll scroll all the way to the 6K and start scrolling up to find the guys in the 6K range that I like. If I have a lot of guys in there that I like, then I can go, ooh, I can really load up with some 10K, 9K studs because they're going to eat up a lot of salary, but I like the value of some guys here in the 6K range. I can still build lineups and feel good about it. When I don't like a lot of guys, then it makes me feel like it's going to be a more balanced week for me, which means like I'm probably going to stay more in that mid, you know, eight to mid nine range at the top and live in like the seven, 7k spots like maybe i'll have lineups where i don't have any player in the 6k range at all Uh, you know you know what i mean so like it's one of those that's where i go i when i open the app and see pricing is out i scroll straight to the bottom and if it's a week where i find a lot of those 6k guys i like then i'm like cool game on for these 10k boys but if not eh, you know and it's not like you, you can still play 10k players and not have to get into the 6k range yes um but normally it doesn't quite work out that way so who who do you like in the 8K range? Uh, yeah, let's let's get to that. Before we do, though, um, before we do, though, you know, Pat normally does this ad read because he uses Sunday lawn care all the time and it's really helped out his lawn, thank God, because he needed all the help he could get. But, you know, it's it, summer's here. Spring is coming out. Summer's here. Your grass might be getting burned up. You might have crabgrass going on. You don't want any of that. You're worried about chemicals and what it's doing to your lawn and all this kind of stuff. And you you probably don't think about all the damage that that stuff could be doing. And Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. They have custom plans that include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn and with ingredients that you can trust and feel good about your kids and pets being around. You know, that's important. It's kind of crazy. You go on their website, you put in your address. They have like the satellite data and they pull data about your area, about your grass, about your soil, about your house, about your yard. They measure everything from the satellite photo. It's kind of crazy. And then they send you everything you need. You go to Sunday, sunday.com, put in your address, and they'll do all the analysis and stuff. And um, they'll give you a personal nutrient plan and deliver it to your door, right, whenever you're ready for it. And then all you do is attach the, the pouch, ready-to-use pouch, to a garden hose, and you spray it. It takes about 15 minutes. That's it. And it really works. Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off full-season plans, the whole season. Start at just $129, and you get 20% off at checkout when you visit getsunday.com/junkies20 getsunday.com/junkies20 that's 20% off your custom plan at getsunday.com/junkies20 shout out to Sunday lawn they've been taking care of us for a long time garrett you were just moving around how, how hammered are you right now on a scale of 1 to 10 where are you right now you're snacking you're moving around everywhere you're in and out you're drinking a bunch of tequila you've been drinking all day on the golf course I feel like well, I'm feel actually like, doing the show with Pat again. Well, I feel like I muted myself. I feel like I muted myself. And then
2: Sam took me off the thing for the ad Read. So was, that was a good prime for me to munch down. What was that? Was that a gong? Nice. Um, uh, my uh, I don't know,
1: 8.1. 8.1? 7.9. You're definitely there, huh? <laughs> I'm a little banged up. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Let's talk about the AK range, Garrett. Patrick Reed, Justin Rose, Seth, Thigala. Did you ever meet Sahith? When you were caddy so on Corp Tour? No, no, no. He says C. So uh, he, didn't, he, he didn't even have status. Uh, he was like mundane and stuff. I, I, I know him. Okay. Uh, Johnny Vegas, McKenzie Hughes, Rasmus Hogard, Brendan Todd, and C.T. Pan. Well, I know one name in here you like. Why don't you give me a couple names you like first? B. Todd? Yep.
0: There's a guy that I don't know if I mentioned. Actually. Oh, no. This is 7'9 range.
2: 7900 I guess, is not in this range. Man, that that would not be it. in this range. I, had air, uh, I like B. Todd here. And, uh, well, Mr. Waffle House. <laughs> Mr. Scattered, Smothered, and Covered, Mr. Mac Hughes. Uh, Mac it up,
1: baby. Let's go. Okay. Yep. So, for those of you who did not watch the betting show, me and Garrett got into a debate because he likes Mac, Mac Hughes. I don't. Um, and we spun the betting wheel. We spun the bet wheel. On the betting show, I took CT Pan. He took Mackenzie Hughes. The loser has to go to Waffle House and live on Instagram or whatever. Whatever you have to eat ten waffles at Waffle House, um, which neither one of us really believe we could actually do, but we will give it our we'll give it our best shot. I mean, I would not do it plain. No way. I would put peanut butter on them and syrup. And yeah, go but that's to town. more like that's more that's
2: more calories,
1: more sugar. Like that's harder to do. Yeah, I mean, I would probably go lighter on the. I mean, I would you know, probably you – know, You're not going to put peanut butter on 10 waffles. No, not on waffles. 10. Not on 10. But
2: you got to go Kobayashi. You got you to stack that, roll that, uh, and uh, load that in, dude. You got to be efficient. I don't think I'm cut
1: out for that. I just don't think I'm cut
2: out for that. Well, you better hope C.T. Pan
1: has a week then. Uh, yeah, I do hope C.T. Pan has a week. I feel better about him having a week than I do McKenzie Hughes having a week. But, um, yeah, my, my plays in here are definitely Johnny Vegas and C.T. Pan. I love Johnny V. Two-time winner of the Canadian Open. Different courses, but obviously loves him from Canada. Three-time winner on the PJ Tour. Playing well. His length is going to be an advantage here for sure. Coming off of 15th at TPC Potomac at Avenel Farm back at the Wells Fargo where he gained 10 strokes with his irons. My God, man. Um, you know, the guy's got upside. The guy's got real upside. I think uh, Johnny V is a very nice play here. And yeah, CT Pan, I'm a new, I'm a new CT Pan user. As you guys know, a lot of people who follow the show weekly, you know, that just a few weeks ago, I finally came around after Pat had talked me into him for a minute. And he's, you know, he's at least a cut maker for crying out loud. I mean, he's not done great, but he's a cut maker and he's got a, you know, got a couple top 20s in there, top 10 at the Genesis, whatever. We'll do, we'll deal with that. This is a weak field event. You know, he, he in the fall he crushed it, had a sixth at the Fortinet, eleven at the Sanderson Farms. Maybe he can get a little weak field magic brewing. Um has he ever played the Canadian Open? Yeah, he did. He played in twenty seventeen, finished fourteenth. That doesn't matter. Anyway, I like CT Pan. I do agree with you though. I like Todd I like the Todd father as well. Uh the fade for me here is Justin Rose. Whatever. I mean eighty eight hundred for Justin Rose, who who shows up. I don't know. I don't know why he shows up. I don't know what he is. he an RBC guy? I forgot that. Is he an RBC guy?
2: I don't think so. Um, Was it actually true that our D, DJ, that quote that I saw, it said like he said he didn't even know what RBC even meant?
1: No, I think a guy on Instagram started spreading that around.
2: <laughs> That's a good one, though. No,
1: well, that is a good one. Um, <laughs> although he probably doesn't know what it means, uh, yeah, he, he just it. probably didn't say it. I'm not buying Justin Rose. I'm out on Jay Rose. All right, let's get to the 7K range. This is, this is a juicy range. It's always hard, Garrett, to narrow down the picks here. You know, not really. I got two bangers. Two? Just two? Yeah. Um, so it starts off with our boy Aaron Rye, Mark Hubbard. Love me some hubs, homeless hubs. Cam Champ is in there. Who else is doing their dirty thing down here? Dylan Fratelli's doing something weird. Austin Smotherman, our boy Gogs, on the bag for Smoth Daddy. Yeah, let go, Gogs, doing his thing. Matt Wallace is back. He went over on the DP World Tour, made some money. Now he's back to try to, you know, try to see what he can do on the on the big boy tour. Um, Joseph Bramlett just had a great day at the longest day of golf, U.S. Open qualifying. He finished top in his field. Who else we got in here? That's about it. Well, all right. So, who you like in here? You got two names in here you really love, huh?
2: Yeah. Well, I thought Aaron Rye was going to be in the AK range, so I picked him. I don't like picking the first guy, but Mister Iron Covered. I like coming. I like him this week. And
1: then, are you um, in quicksand again, Garrett? I can barely see. Are you just look like a? There we go. Oh, I'm back up. Aaron Rye, love him. What? Well, okay. Um, I like Aaron Rye too. I mean, I've played a good bit of Aaron Rye this year. He, he worries me with the ball striking right now, though, a little bit. It's been rough the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but we already
2: talked about this. Who cares about this event? It doesn't matter about the tournament and all that. It's all about motivation, scheduling, all that. Like, bring out the iron cover guy. Let's run it. And then on top of that, let's bring out Pat Rogers at 77. Mm. Okay. Okay. Bring out Patty Rogers. And then who else is the guy that I love? This is a sneak pick. This is this is a sneak peek that that no one's gonna talk about. No one's talk. No, this this is the DraftKings. I mean, everything you said about DraftKings, whatever. Hank Libiota.
0: I like
1: Hank.
2: Yeah, big D Hank. I like
0: Hank.
2: He's coming in. He's played here. He's played well here before. Flies under the radar again. Another guy who a big week would really change his career. Changes whatever the whole thing. Blusher. Lefty, lefty.
1: Otis played well at the Canadian Open before.
2: Former lefty, yeah, dude. Plus, he's a hockey fan, big hockey
1: guy. <laughs> and they do all that stuff in Canada, you know, the whole deal. Lebbiotis, oh, yeah, aren't they doing uh, isn't like number 16 or whatever the, the hockey rink? Oh, doing? yeah, during the pro am all they're the caddies the and do that. Yeah, um, all right, I got some sneaky plays in here too because I mean, I, I could say some names like. You know, I mean, we both like JT Post, and we talked about him on the betting show. I like Poston pretty good. Uh, i tell you who's playing really damn well right now, and our girl Nita had him in her 6K bays of the week last week, and he did pretty good with a T26. Pat Perez is golfing his ball at the moment. Uh, T12 at the Schwab, T26 at Memorial. Uh, sh- short game is being killer. Irons have been doing okay. You know he's not a long hitter, but he can hit some fairways, making some cuts. I think Pat Perez is interesting. Um, I, I I'm gonna jump on. I think this may be the first time I've said this guy's name in terms of a play. If it's not the first time, it's not. I, I've not bet him, maybe played him more than once. But Alex Smalley, what do you know about Alex Smalley? You know him?
2: Yeah, he went to Duke and uh, Double D. My boy Don Donatello, big break, special caddies for him. Oh Don, he's a gamer.
1: Don Donatello, the big guy? I don't know if he's
2: still with him. I can't keep up with him, but yeah, he was with he was just smiling with Smiley forever.
1: Smalley's interesting. He's you know, ball striking's okay. Gain strokes off the tee most of the most weeks. Short game is very sus, but uh seemingly, you know, has some has some get up and go. Sixth at Mexico, second at Corrales. I mean, I don't know. See Smiley's interesting. He's cheap too, right? Where is he? He's uh seventy five hundred.
2: Yeah, I mean, I hate a lot of things that like I hate that shirt. Yeah,
1: well, has a little weird, but I don't I don't hate that big. I like Fertelli at seventy six hundred too. What's up with you and Fertelli? It's just today. It's just this week. I I I haven't picked Fertelli forever, forever. But he's making cuts, and and I don't know. He's he's uh. This feels like a, a Fertelli event, Canadian Open, doesn't it? He 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 looks Canadian. I don't. he ever to be PGA not, Tour. Do what? Yeah, he won the John Deere back in the day, like 2018. 20, he won twenty nineteen. Won the John Deere in twenty nineteen. He seems like a live golf guy. Totally can't believe he's I not mean, going over there. He's South African too. Like all you think, South
2: I think he. I think he wanted to play. I think he was one of like the guys who like actually was trying to play and just didn't get the invite.
1: There's no way that uh, Justin Harding is playing. Like, why would Dylan Fratelli not get an invite and Justin Harding would get an invite? Justin he, Harding has a
2: has a I think he has more career earnings than Fratelli.
1: Bullshit. There's zero chance that is accurate. Zero chance that's accurate. Justin Harding's never won on the PGA tour. Uh, yeah. Dude, for Fratelli, actually look at this. Fratelli's actually had some major finishes that are pretty solid too. Finished fifth at the open in 2021, finished fifth at the Masters in 2020. Two top fives in majors.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, Fratelli's probably made a
1: boat ton more money than freaking... Yeah, what's he not doing playing live golf? Maybe it's a moral thing. He'll be back. Uh, Hey, by the way, speaking of live golf, in the YouTube comments, here's your question for the DraftKings listeners. Would you gamble or play DFS on the Live Tour if available. Now, in some states, apparently, it is available. Yeah. We've, seen, we've seen it uh, popping up here late in the day on Monday. Put that in the YouTube comments. I'm interested to know, will you be gambling on it? Will you play DFS if it's available, Live Golf Tour? Uh, and maybe a why or why not if you want to, but if you don't want to, just tell us if you would or if you would not. That would, be I'm
2: surprised Fratelli's not in the chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of shit he does.
1: <laughs> Look at Sam pulling the numbers <laughs> on you. 5.8 million career earnings for Dylan. Harding hasn't even hit 700,000 yet. What are we talking about? Get out yeah, of here with that. And
2: jokes on for Telly because Harden's about to make a
1: payday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Jokes <laughs> on for telly.
2: Oh, my God. He, um, might, pass, he might pass him in on one week.
1: Yeah, he could. He
2: huh? plays, plays good golf for four days. And- it's
1: kind of nuts. Um, the fade here for me is Cam Champ. Uh, I don't typically play Cam Champ on a course that he cannot just unleash the weapon that is his driver. Uh, Obviously, length is an advantage no matter what club you have in your hand if you swing it hard, but it is pretty... You can look at his career and kind of see like he doesn't do well on short courses that take driver out of his hand. And then all of a sudden, you put him on a course like Vedanta, and he does great, T6. So I'm out on Champ at 7,800. This is not a course for him seemingly. From what we know of St. George's. So I'm out on that. You know what other guy I like in this 7K range? 7K is full of some good, some good stuff. Who you like? Snedeker. No.
2: Yeah, dude. Sned's gets hot. Rolls the pill everywhere. Just makes uh, everything. What'd he do
1: today? He was in the longest day. I don't think so. He yes. Yes, he was. I saw his name. Uh He's an RBC guy. Here he is. Missed the cut. Finished even. Uh, had to had to shoot four under, so he finished four off in at Springfield Country Club in Springfield, Ohio. Yeah. So he's taking know, the trip that. from Ohio up to Toronto. Um, could be a thing.
0: That could be. you right. He's. I don't like. I'm. I'm done with him. Next, cop, Piercy. Nope. He's a flusher. Okay.
1: Fun fact, Scott right. Piercy and Dylan Fratelli have been on the tour junkie show before. Back in the day, back in the day, price, but... day. All right. Who we got next? We used to pull those real high quality guests. You know what I mean? Um, Hey, I'm really, we didn't get to get to it on, on, uh, the betting show. Cause it wasn't out yet, but, uh, the prize pick stuff is going to be popping again this week. Now, I, I I did tell you. I think I told this show. I don't remember that AC our our price picks guru in the Nut Hut chat is off this week. So, if you're in the Nut Hut looking for AC's price picks plays, you ain't going to get them. But a lot of other folks in there are bringing some 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 gold on the price picks right now. We got Disc Golf Guru Kyle Sinhahee in there dropping disc golf power plays that are just money every week. You know, if you can't if you can't make back your 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 Nut Hut $10 a month, $90 a year in one week tailing guys on prize picks in our in our nut hut chat then you're not doing it right you're not paying attention if you haven't gotten in on prize picks you need to Uh, it's a great daily fantasy game pretty easy you pick two to five players uh you make picks based on an over under on their projections you can win some up to 10x sometimes 11 or 12x based on your entry it's just you versus the numbers you're not playing a contest against other people prize picks allows mixed sport entries so you can do like nba and PGA Tour and gaming, even if you're an esports guy or uh, Major League Baseball, MMA, all those stuff is all on Prize Picks. That mobile app is fantastic. Um, it's it's such a fun like props or pick'em game. We we love it, and they offer safe and fast withdrawals. They're legal in like thirty states, I think thirty states, including like big ones like California, Florida, Texas. Um, love Prize Picks. Go to Prize Picks and use the promo code TJ. And you get, uh, you get a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Use the code TJ when you sign up. Make sure you do that. And then, yeah, follow us in the Nut Hut chat and get some get some good pick action going on, because we're delivering in there every single week. That's for sure. Uh, I usually give my favorite Prize Picks play for Thursday in the Tuesday emails. So if you've signed up for those, the heavy petting email on Tuesday, I put my favorite one in. And I think it wasn't last week, but it was for the Colonial. Was the first week in like four or five weeks that I lost. So it's been it's been on a heater, but you know, it came to an end at Colonial. But we'll get back on that. We'll get back on the horse this week. Uh, all right, Garrett. So six K range. I got one name, bro. One name. And I never. I,
2: I got the same name, dude. Do we have the, the same name? You
1: want to say it at once, so okay. I don't think I'm. Oh gosh, should it back we say it me? together? Should we just say it together? Okay, you go. One, two, three. Count, Count Taryn. We just become best friends. Yeah, I feel that's exactly right. like a exactly lightning bolt right. like hit me in the tip of my penis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we both we love really some Calum Tarrant. Why do you love him? I told you why I love him on the betting show. Because he's already – this is – I'm in on those like um, –
2: so it's, it's this weird thing like rhythms. You play good the same time of the year every year. It's like Martin Trainer. he plays good when he wins. He plays good like once a year. It's that same kind of year. Wow. Circadian rhythm or something like that. Wow. Calum Tarrant. He's qualified for the U.S. Open before. He qualified at Pebble when Big Don was on the bag, and um, I like
1: Calum. Dude. Yeah, he just qualified. He's qualified um, again? I think he qualified in on no, yes, in Ontario. So he's already he didn't have to make the long travel from qualifying. So he shot sixty eight, sixty five at Rattlesnake Point Golf Club in Ontario. So he'll make a short trip over to Toronto. Shot nine under um, to get a spot in. The only guy that beat him was Jonas Blixt at 10-under. Your boy. Uh, who I will not play in DFS. I refuse to do that. Um, yeah, Cal Tarrant is it. I mean, what? speaking of Martin Trainer, he's in here, and he's kind of flashed a, a little bit this, this yeah, past year. Hey. Huh? He has. Yeah. He, he finished T11 at Mexico. I mean, hell, just the fact he's made a cut. He finished 11th. At, he's made three straight cuts. 11th, 76th at the Byron, and 52nd. At the at Colonial at Charles Schwab. Now, yeah, that's gonna help you in DFS 72nd. No, no, it's not at all. No, do you know no who I like all. who I was fading for a while
2: on the Corn Ferry tour and now he's back and he's like he's he's eager than ever to win. Who's that? Sean O'Hare. Stop. Yeah, why not Sean? He's
0: why not like, big Sean? He's like 6, too old and washed
2: up, right? See no, he's not washed up. He's now he's now competing on the Corn Ferry tour. Which is, this is essentially a, basically a glorified corn fairy tour event.
1: Well, I mean, the top end is pretty stout. The top, the top 10 names are pretty good. It just drops off the cliff after that. That is what we got to remember. This is, the top of this field is pretty stout. But you do have to, you do have to wonder about the level of, you know, give a ripness that the top of the field has. But, um, all right, good stuff, Garrett. That's, that was fun, man. You good? You good? You, you, how hammered are you now? I'm sobered up now. No way, you're sobered up. No, no, no. I'm a little banged up still. Um, producer Sam, should we do our two minute? We should, yeah. should we do our two minute men lineup with Garrett? I don't know if I prepare for this. What yeah, we. we yeah, we should do it. All right, let's do it. Um, all right, Garrett. Here's what we're gonna do: pull out your DraftKings app so you can look up the names. Okay. And you and I are gonna build a DraftKings lineup, a tournament lineup. Um. Oh, let's go. We're going to get get it to, uh, we got to do it in two minutes. So we can't.
2: Do we do, are we going to do your style where we start from 6K and go up?
1: Uh, No, not necessarily. That's just how I look at the names. That's not necessarily how I pick my team, but that's just how I look at at the names when they first roll out. So let's just, we need to try to agree as quickly as we can because we only have two minutes to do this. Okay. Okay. So um, producer Sam, maybe you can keep time and just give us a warning whenever we're getting close um all right and i'll i'll kind of help build the lineup here on my phone as well so you ready yeah right all right ready and go let's all right first first jt posting 7200 oh jeez we're going down to posting okay maybe i'll put him in for now just throw him in what are we talking about throwing him in all right what about let's go to the top what if we do like a nice little balanced build with uh starting with finau no you don't want finau you don't agree on Phoenix. We got to agree oh. on somebody up top with some like good win equity here. You know, like Varner, Sam. I, Burns. I can ride with I can ride with Burns. Let's go, Burns. All right, Burns at ten. Um, Vegas. I love Vegas. So
0: yeah. eighty-five 8, hundred. No, I like Mac over Vegas. I'm not doing Mac. I can't. be Todd. Eighty-two hundred.
2: Is he gonna be well? Is he gonna be high owned?
1: No, no, God, no. All right, we can do Brandon Todd. Fun.
0: It's it's this is not good. We gotta do Vegas. Give me Vegas. Vegas? Yes. All right, we'll give you Vegas. Okay. All
1: right. Uh a couple more names left. We got uh let's see, names down here. JT. I already, I already got JT in there.
0: I got right, so JT. JT
1: Sam Vegas so we we're have at. Two golfers left. We have eight thousand average salary left. So we need to do like um uh, we could do a little we could do Rod, no, I don't know. I don't want Rod. What about Pat, Pat? what about Grayson Sig? Is he going to shoot his golf no, ball? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think Sig's going to do his thing. We're probably getting close on time. What if? Expensive? You're going way too low,
0: Rogers. Well, we we can we can pick a tenor. How about Cam Smith? We can't pick a tenor. We can't fit a tenor. That leaves you
1: 5,800. That doesn't work.
0: You want CT? I'll give you CT.
1: You like him, don't you? I talked you into. If you him. give me Todd, Todd, I already gave you Todd. No, you pick Vegas instead. I pick Todd and, and, Vegas. and Vegas. Here's our. We got thirty oh, okay. seconds. We have Poston, Pan, Burns, Todd, and Vegas. We have one more pick, and we have eight thousand oh. left.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't know you gave me Todd. Yeah, yeah. All right, eight thousand bucks. Rogers
1: without. or Perez or Fratelli or, or Smotherman. Rye.
2: I don't like Rye. What about what about homeless hubs? Oh, uh, I don't like hubs either. All right, Adam Wong. Patrick God. Rogers. I'll go Rogers. Go Rogers. Like, what about JJ Spawn?
1: No. He wins he wins before the majors. He withdrew and just he just got hurt. and then he, I think he withdrew from the US Open thing too. Nick Taylor. That's Canadian. My God, hurry up. Who do you like? You pick it. Perez go Smotherman.
2: No, not for telly. All
1: right, Smotherman. We we just pick we off. both left Smotherman. Done. Whew. God dang that was hard. All right, we left five hundred dollars on the table. We have Sam Burns. We have Johnny Vegas, Brennan Todd, CT Pan, Austin Smotherman, JT Poston. That is a GPP lineup, if I've ever I seen like one. I like that. Man. I like that. That is for sure. We are the two minute men tonight. Barely, barely got it in there, huh? That's all it takes. Garrett, thanks for having on me tonight, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. I'm thanks glad. for
2: my elementary uh, knowledge on DraftKings and. No, I like it.
1: It's good. You got any other questions? Could be beneficial for the listeners. I don't think so. If you guys aren't
2: listening, turn it, tune into the Corn Fairy Tour Junkies. Yeah. Pod. We're going to start having some more interviews on and um, hopefully prepping you guys into some of these guys that you don't know about that um, you will know about. You know, the future Scotty Shufflers of the world, et cetera.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, tell them what the goal is for the content kind of going forward. Josh
2: Kissler, Popcorn Gary. Yeah, pop this.
1: <laughs> What's the goal going forward of the interviews? What are you trying to do? Who are you trying to land? I don't really have any goals, but that's good. That's, I haven't really thought about it. No, I'm, no I'm, not, I'm saying like you're, I'm teeing you up for like you're trying to get the guys on there, the current players, guys who are going to be relevant next year for the PGA Tour.
2: I mean, I would even like to get some PGA Tour guys that can talk about their time on the Corn Fairy Tour.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: How yeah. sweet would that be if like JT comes on, like, yo, or Scheffler or all these guys that have, you know, you, you forgot they were even on the Corn Fairy Tour.
1: Yeah. But also like just getting some, some current guys now so that when they're PGA tour players next season, you kind of have a little bit of a baseline knowledge on how these guys exactly. are, how they roll. Exactly. Um, awesome. Well, yeah, check out Garrett's podcasts, obviously anywhere you listen to podcasts, corn fairy tour show, corn fairy tour pod. Um, but you also have uh, him popping up on the YouTube channel here as well. It goes live usually once a week. And, um, yeah, give us, the, give us the comment. I want to know, will you gamble or play on uh, the Live Golf Tour? Garrett and I got into a little Live Golf conversation at the end of the, the betting podcast, if you want to listen to that. And, uh, you know, be prepared for the U.S. Open content next week. It's going to be wild. We're going to be in Scotland. Pray for me. Uh, pray for me so that I can take care of Pat in a foreign country because I've done it before and it's not easy. Uh, it'll, it'll probably take me to my emotional edge, but it'll, we'll have a good time. Play a lot of golf. Should be fun. And uh, let's have a great week, Garrett. All right. Let's have a day. Wow. May your screens be green, people. Garrett's in the spirit world.
0: See you. See you.